Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, hey everybody, we made it. It's Wednesday. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 16th day of March 2022. My name, that would be Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Radio's Big J. Yep, here I am. How you feeling today, Big J? I, I mean, better, I think. Starting to get used to it on day three? Yeah. <laughs> Body's starting to adjust? Maybe, we'll see, man. I went to bed early last night. I did too. I did too. I don't know why. I just was like, I, I didn't feel like I was totally tired, but I zonked out like straight up early yesterday. I, so uh, apparently I was. Yeah, well, when I fall asleep with the lights and the TV on. Oh, no. I'm tired. Yeah, guess so. Did you nap yesterday, too? No, couldn't nap. You uh, tried? I had stuff. No, I mean, it was. It, I tried not to during the French Dispatch. We'll oh, get into that spoiler. here. And uh, in I the guess review you didn't for like streaming dumbass. That's not necessarily accurate, but uh, either way, no, I couldn't, I couldn't nap. We had somebody surveying the house. We're getting solar. So, oh, nice, man. Yeah. Look at you. Changing things around. What made you decide to do that investment? Well, our kid got it. You know, they're in their house, um, new house, so that makes a lot of sense because it's a long game with the with the solar. And so we got introduced to um, to that, and she referred us, and you know, we had them come in and we talked about it, and the math made sense. So right. beautiful, man. How long does that take for them to put that on there? Uh, well, they got to make sure that your roof is in good condition mm-hmm. beforehand and, um, you know, depending on permits and things like that. So, you know, be maybe a month or so. Okay. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was a longer process, but that's that's cool to know. Congratulations. Are you excited? Yeah. And yeah, what- we, had, we had to actually come in and install a nest. Um, you know, one of those... Uh, for the solar birds. No, no, no. <laughs> no, the nest uh, thermostat. Okay, right. Uh, which, is, which is very nice. Very Control cool. that from your phone. And you can make the house much colder for everybody else. By yeah, or warmer. Phone. But you wouldn't do that. I did it yesterday. It was a little chilly. Oh, really? Look yeah. at you. Uh, and, and so, like, what will that, will that affect just the electrical part of the, or is it electric and gas, or how does that work? No, that doesn't. No, just, just the electric. Okay. Just okay. the power. Beautiful. But look at you, making an impact. Did it make you feel like you were, like, doing your part no, yesterday? No, trying to save us money down the road. <laughs> okay. Uh, my apologies. Here I am giving you credit for doing the right thing, and you're like, no, it was a totally selfish decision. <laughs> yeah, it's not as... I don't know if it would have that big of an impact in the long run. So anyway, so... Well, you said it's a long game. Uh, don't forget today, Big J's got a movie review for you. We have a chance for you to go to Dragon Force on Friday and all sorts of other fun during the course of the program today. But let's get started with some music on this particular show. Soundgarden kicking things off here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Today on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, look at this, Big J. Boise State University, better known as BSU. You ever heard of them? BSU. Go Big Blue. 
They have joined Amazon's Career Choice program as an educating partner as well, which basically means... Eligible Amazon employees can get access to a free college education at Boise State University as well. Wow. This is on top of the deal that Amazon just made with CWI a couple weeks ago. But Amazon's Career Choice program is an education benefit that provides a variety of upskilling opportunities like full college tuition, certification. If you don't have your high school diploma, you could do that, GEDs as well. And the Amazon program selects partners that are focused on helping employees through their education programs. To be eligible, you need to be a tier one employee at Amazon. What do you think that means, Big J? Uh, are you full time? No, not even, man. No, I don't know what tier one means then. Hourly workers who have at least been employed for 90 days and have not received any disciplinary action. As long as that is a qualifying part of your employment there, you can get a free college education. Hey, and the less breaks you take, the better. Yay! (laughs) Employees have access to these funds as long as they remain at the company, so you can continue your education as long as you want. Man, you could be a doctor. There's no limit to the number of years that you're able to benefit from this program. So it is a nice little perk, in my opinion. If you're wanting to, you know, upskill yourself or get into another job or learn another field or, you know, finally finish your college education or to get that diploma that's eluded you, whatever the case may be, it's a neat little perk to have if that is something that you're doing. Free. Yes, and you don't even have to be full-time. Free. Yeah. What, did I say it wrong? No, I'm just reiterating that it's free. Nice, right? Yeah. Uh, So, a reminder that, listen, we all have plenty of people that we know that work at Amazon. It's one of the largest employers here in the Treasure Valley. So, maybe uh, give them some heads up if they're not familiar with the program. Because every once in a while, you work at a place and you're not familiar with all the benefits that they throw your way. And it's nice to get a little elbow on the side and go, hey, man, remember when you're like, you know, 18 credits away from your... Associate's degree? Knock that out. Lots of people have been scoring lots of points in the NBA recently, and Kyrie Irving added his name to that list. He scored a career-high 60 points, franchise record for the Nets as well, in a 150-108 pounding of the Magic in Orlando. He got 41 of those points in the first half. This is coming off of Kevin Durant's 53-point performance in Sunday's win over the Knicks. That means he and Irving are the first teammates in NBA history to score at least 50 points in back-to-back games. So, NBA history being made right before your eyes. Did you watch any of the playing games yesterday, Big J? No. Indiana and Texas Southern won them in the first four playing games for the men's tournament. Uh, The Indiana Hoosiers defeated Wyoming 66-58, so the Mount West is 0-1 so far. Technically, in the tournament, Texas Southern beat Texas A&M Corpus Christi 76-67. Uh, the second two first four games are tonight, and uh, as are the opening two first four games in the women's NCAA tournament. That's going to do it for Andrew Whitworth. He is going to retire a Super Bowl champion. The Rams lap tackle, who was 40 years old when he started the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago, announced his retirement yesterday, bringing his 16-season NFL career to a close. He is a two-time All-Pro, four-time Pro Bowler, played his first 11 seasons with Cincinnati, and then the last five with the Rams. So the Super Bowl was a bittersweet one for him, but he ended up walking away a champion and uh, was considered one of the best offensive linemen, period, in the league last year. Mm -hmm. But listen, man, I'm guessing at 40, you probably are like, yeah, game over. I mean, he was the oldest offensive lineman and uh, starting, I think the oldest starting offensive lineman in in Super Bowl history that happened uh, last month. So, Grandpa. uh, 
Yeah, Andrew is going to hang it up and still Big J. He's uh, five years younger than the two of us. <laughs> hey, man, take it easy. I'm just telling you. you yeah, but he's got more gray than we do. Uh, well, that's it's true. That is true. But he shaved his head bald, I think, to prevent that. Hey, Jonathan Davis of Corn has revealed he's suffering from long COVID. He did an interview with Lip Service. Uh, Davis, who was diagnosed with COVID last August, said, he goes, I have that I have that long COVID stuff. He says, I'm still fatigued like crazy. I'm doing the best I can, especially when we're performing. But I'm alive, and hopefully this stuff will get better. When he asked about touring during the pandemic, he said uh, he definitely caters his life around not getting sick these days because if he gets sick, there's no show, COVID or not. He's like, I've always been that way. I protect myself as much as I can. I take all the medicine that I'm prescribed. I, you know, drink tea before every show because there's nobody to fill in for me if he gets sick. And he's right. I mean, you know, you, you, Corn has done a lot of substitutions over the years. But if John of the Davis can't go, you're not going to go see Corn with special lead singer Blank. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Ray, the drummer, he, he ended up with it and they flew in a guy to go uh, do some drumming for him. Right. I still, I don't, I still don't think, is it Monkey that's not with the band? I know Head is back, but somebody is taking a leave of absence from yeah, Corn currently. That's true. I don't dealing with personal personal issues. But uh, you know, and and now, by the way, every member of Corn has had COVID. And you know, he said when that happened before, we had people on standby and they flew out instantly and they could fill in so we could do a show. But with Jonathan Davis, they have to be careful. So he's doing his best to protect himself, but he's still dealing with some of the kind of I guess symptoms that he had with COVID when he dealt with it in August of last year, believe it or not, which definitely, I think, qualifies for long COVID. Agree or disagree? Yes. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. That is Beck. That is Loser here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J at 100.3 The X Rocks. Got a crazy email here yesterday afternoon, Big J. Oh, I was contacted by a uh, a private investigator. Has that ever happened to you? No. So a private investigator reached out to me here at the radio station yesterday, and it was a fairly short email, but it was one that that got my attention right away because it was from uh, a gentleman who I did not recognize, but he said he was a private investigator, and he had been contracted by a financial institution to track down some people because somebody. Uh, had passed away recently and had an estate worth millions of dollars, and he had reason to believe that I may be related to the deceased person. Damn jackpot, dude. I've always been hoping this would happen to me. No. So all he asked, he he just wanted a little bit of further information from me. And I don't know why he wanted it, but he needed my my full name, my social security number, my bank account. And so uh, I totally. What? I gave him all that. Now I'm waiting for my money. Yeah, you're waiting. You're gonna be giving away money. What? Yeah. You know that's a scam, bro. That's uh, trying to steal your identity. You think you'd know better? You're telling me that a private investigator didn't contact me that was contracted by financial institution? No. No. So be it. I mean, I was all ready to give my retirement speech. I mean, he said it's worth millions of dollars. I thought he was just gonna direct deposit right into my account. No. I'm kidding. Of course I wouldn't send that information. Oh. It's just a reminder Oof. to let everybody know. <laughs> Did you really think I no. would have done that? Yeah. yeah. A reminder that... You any- don't even answer regular emails. Hell no, How I don't. How would you answer this one? Uh, I don't have time for any of y'all. And so, uh, you know, it's just a reminder that whether you get an email uh, via your personal email address or even one that contacts you at work 
uh, odds are that uh, it's entirely and totally and 100% a scam and never give out that information. I thought it was funny because of just how vague and, and, and crazy it was. And then it asked for all this very pertinent personal information. Like, you gotta be kidding I mean, me, man. I but appreciate I, the different storyline. You know, I, exactly. Of a prince. Yeah, it's not a Nigerian prince. Yeah. It's a dude that died in intensive care. And they think maybe, just maybe, I might be related to this millionaire. And all they need is all my information to confirm that relation. And uh, it, it just goes to show you they'll try anything to get as much information out of you as they can. Well, so, hey, thanks for not using my information. Uh, exactly. Yeah, no, I would never do that. That's that's That, to me, is not a prank. That's, like, libel and <laughs> not okay. Also, I don't know your bank I account. know a couple people I wish I had a little more information on because <laughs> that would be a great way to screw it up for them. You can just send them that in their email and go, you know what, I don't think you're reaching out to me. Here's an email that you can reach me out better at. And then just send them that email and they can send them into their DMs. But I don't wish that on anybody, man. As no, somebody, I, there's a couple people I do that I, I but <laughs> you do you want their identity to be stolen all their that. money I can't physically hurt them so I'd rather ruin their life and technically I guess you're not doing the ruining they have to I guess go along for the ride in order to be a part of that particular ruination right yeah well, I, mean, I, I wish you, I had an address maybe they, uh a mother's maiden name do you have anybody's bank account information no I barely have my own I was gonna say I don't even have my own. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J's got a movie review for you next on the X-Rocks. It's Nirvana, that is heart-shaped box. Here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Yesterday, right around this time, it was selected by you, the X-Listener, for Big J to spend his time last night with a little movie called The French Dispatch. It is star-spangled, Big J. Stars everywhere the eyes look. And I ask you out loud, how was the movie? Yeah, it uh, it is stars, uh, and that's uh, one thing you're going to get uh, from a Wes Anderson movie. I think at this point is some some really interesting uh, actors and uh, acting well. I mean, I, I mean that's you can count on it. Like there's going to be great performances, and you get that. Benicio del Toro is awesome. Uh, Adrian Brody. Uh, you've got Francis McDormand in here, and then Jeffrey Wright uh, and uh, Leia Saito. I can't pronounce her name. She's from James Bond movies. A lot of James Bond action by the way happening in this movie uh oh. not not in the in the movie but just the actors that have been I in see. It. um and and then of course bill murray so we what you have here the french dispatch is the movie is about uh bill murray uh his character he uh moved to france and uh, began a uh basically a magazine uh, that covered politics and art and all sorts of things there in the small town in France. And uh, for all these years, he, he hired these writers to uh, to do this and overpaid them and was very generous to them. And so he'd been doing that for a very uh, long time. And then he uh, passes away and leaves a will and they pretty much all together write an obituary. But within that, you have a, a retelling of how these writers came to be a part of the French Dispatch. Oh, okay, so it's kind of like a collection Vignettes. of stories. Okay. Uh, yes, vignettes. And so you've got Benicio de Toro and Adrian Brody and uh, Leah in, in one. And then you've got uh, Francis McDormand and Timothy Charlemagne one. And then Jeffrey Wright and some other folks in one. And that's what you have in this movie. And just like any other Wes Anderson, you've got great dialogue. You've got all of those things. But it doesn't make it's not an exciting you know, movie. That's why I was. I said I was like it, it, trying not to fall asleep during it because you know there's a lot of words happening. You got to concentrate. I was very tired. Uh, but you know, it's it's pretty much it's beautiful shot, just like any Wes Anderson. If you like Wes Anderson movies, I can't imagine you wouldn't love this movie. 
Uh, but you so. like Wes Anderson movies, and it doesn't sound like you love this movie. Um, I mean, yeah, it was just wasn't super interesting to me, I guess. Like, the, the stories, the vignettes themselves to me, I, I don't see how... I, I guess there may have been a deeper reason for them that, that all come culmination at the end with the obituary that I was missing. Uh, but uh, I didn't see how a, a lot of it kind of made sense in a whole grand scheme of the movie. Um, so, yeah, I didn't I didn't quite get the, the grasp of what was going on, I guess. Uh, so. Were some vignettes better than others? Um... Yes, I think so. Okay. Uh, but but again, you know, I think that they all probably had a deeper meaning towards maybe France and maybe, you know, what the whole point of this was, and I just missed out on it. It was my understanding. Now, I have not seen the movie, so I could be speaking out of turn, but Wes had said in several interviews it was his love letter to journalism. Did it feel like that? Uh, there was, especially Francis McDormand's uh, part of that. You get you get some of that for sure, and uh, yeah, I, I would say that, especially uh, in Jeffrey Wright's section as well too. That he um, just you know wordsmithing it up, and you know the them delivering that dialogue is always impressive. But uh, at the same time, I just didn't think it was super interesting. But that's just me though. So too much, too many words, or were you just in the wrong mood for? It? I, I not in the wrong mood at all. It just I didn't didn't hit me like, hey, this is a great story that I want to hear. So now that might not be the case for everybody. Sure, of course, uh, as with any movie. But uh, is it Big J approved? Uh, no, I'm not going to approve it. Big J says, skip. if you've never seen a Wes Anderson movie, don't start with this one. No, well, listen, uh, I, I enjoy Wes Anderson films, but I'd say, that the, I mean, uh, certainly early on in his career, I, I seem to have the movies that speak to me a little bit more. Like, I mean, if you had to rank your Wes Anderson films, where would you? Where Probably would you Rushmore say? first. Rushmore's in my top five movies of all time. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And then for me, uh, my favorite, though, is uh, Steve Aquatic. Okay. <laughs> Although you can't remember the uh, name Steve of it. Steve Zizzo, The Aquatic the, Life and the Dreams. The Life Aquatic. Uh, with Steve Zizo. But yes, uh, Wes Anderson has some very good movies, but this one doesn't make the... But also, I think those those kind of uh, set themselves up. There are there are at least a little bit of action set pieces in that. Are there any at all in this movie? Not, I mean, no, not really. That's part of it, I think. I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're going in and you don't want to see a bunch of people talking... You talk also have stuff. an element, too, here, just very brief period, but, you know, he's gotten into some animation stuff. Oh yeah, Fantastic S Mr. Fox. Yeah, all that so kind of there's stuff. a little there's a little play in that in this as well. Yeah, he he uh, eccentric is a good way to put the Wes Anderson films, especially yeah. his later catalog. But Big J says skip on the French Dispatch. It is on HBO if you want to watch it yourself, or you can just skip it and not bother. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's do it, Big J. Let's talk gas prices. Have you heard they're high? Yes. Uh, they were already high, and then they really soared in the last few weeks. And it depends on who you talk to, who you blame. But there are some people that are getting upset, and they have a legitimate gripe. The reason is, Big J, number one, you know, we don't really get our oil from Russia. So that makes some of this complicated. But also, in the last week, oil has actually dipped in price pretty significantly. It's less than $100 a barrel for oil. Which is down $33 from well over a week ago, which means, you know, by definition of the way your economy is supposed to work and inflation, if you want to call it that, the gas prices are supposed to have gone down because the oil's not worth as much. At least that's what they tell us. But it hasn't, Big Jim. So what gives, question mark? Well, rich people want to get richer. 
Yeah, that's kind of... We're stuck in a weird place here in the world of capitalism sometimes. Yeah, it is It is one of those deals where, I mean, you know, you can blame who you want to blame for gas prices, but the facts are the gas companies are charging you a ridiculous amount of money at the pump because you're paying it. Do you understand? That is why. It is called supply and demand, and while the price of oil has dropped almost 33%, in the last week, our gas prices go up. It's not for lack of actual product. It's not for anything. It's not even for inflation, as we like to say. It's because we're paying it. And uh, we're, we're bitching and complaining about it, but we're paying it. And that's the problem behind all this stuff. And, you know, yes, you've got some Congress people that want to talk about price gouging, which this appears it is, if we're being perfectly honest. Right. Uh, and so I don't know if anything will come of that. And even if it does, we're talking about a fairly long timeline before anything does happen. But it does hopefully hold a mirror up to things just a little bit and go, hey, listen, you know, you can blame who you want to blame. It doesn't make you correct in who you're blaming. But the reality of the situation is gas prices should not nearly be as high as they are, regardless of what you want to blame. It's because they're charging that much. And they continue to make record amount of profits, which is also probably what's pissing people off the most. But gas prices should not be as high as they are, at least according to the price of oil. If you want to blame it on inflation and the economy, then the oil prices are going to have to go up. You understand? And it's just not happening. And so it's just... The the gas the price of gas is rising. Uh, the only reason is because they can. Uh, Axios notes that the national average price of gasoline uh, usually only lags oil prices by a day or two, and now we're already five days past the oil price dropping, and yet prices continue to rise. So uh, it's getting to the point of just like, hey man, give me that electric car, Big J, and steal your Prius. Is or, that okay? Well, it's not an electric car, but. Uh, it's a hybrid, That's and I, I get mean. 50 miles to the gallon, so I haven't been too bothered by it. No, but uh, granted, you have been too bothered, but it still sucks that, I mean... Until I fill up the V8 Mustang. That, and also, I mean, <laughs> it still is twice as much to fill up your Prius as it was, you know, Yeah, it's still not ago. that much. I'm not saying it is. <laughs> You're certainly spending I'm much money than less. if more of us had a Prius, there would be less of a problem with the gas prices. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, and certainly the same with electric cars. Uh, there's all sorts of different options out there for you, if you want them, I guess is my point. I don't have one, but yes, there are options. Congratulations to Alex Ovechkin. He scored his 6-767th goal last night. He moved past hockey great Yarmir Yager into third place on the NHL's career goal list. Uh, he got the goal against the Islanders at home with just under five minutes left in the third. The 36-year-old is now behind only Wayne Gretzky's 894 goals and Gordie Howe's 801 goals. He's good at hockey is what I'm trying to say, Big J. Indiana and Texas Southern won the two of the first four playing games yesterday. The second two will take place tonight, as are the first two first four games in the women's NCAA tournament as the March Madness fun gets underway. And Nirvana is piling in, Big J. The 30-year-old song by Nirvana called Something in the Way is now in demand again, courtesy of The Batman. It is featured prominently in the film, and it has taken over the streaming charts over the last four days, and certainly has done well since the movie's release. It is now the official number six song in the country, Big J, uh, on all the streaming charts because of how many people are tuning into it, thanks to the Batman. Matt Reeves says he listened to a lot of Nirvana music while making the movie, and says that he chose the song because both Kurt Cobain and Bruce Wayne are addicts. And I saw that quote, and I was like, hang on. <laughs> 
I saw that movie. Did you pick up that Bruce Wayne was an addict? Well, he might be an addict to uh, serving vengeance. Well, certainly not towards the end. I believe he saw the error of his ways, if you will, uh, and realized that that probably wasn't the way to go, which I believe is the whole point of the movie. But I I was trying to figure out what Matt Reeves thought Bruce Wayne was addicted to. Well, you don't have to be addicted to a thing. You can just have an addiction. Right, but what would that be, I guess? Um, You know. In the Batman's case or Bruce Wayne's case. I couldn't tell you. That's exactly my point. But, uh, I'm just trying to figure. Doesn't mean it's not there. I, I, you're absolutely correct. I'm just trying to. I mean, you know, he, to me, he's drawing parallels between Kurt Cobain and Bruce Wayne that that I just didn't see in, in the movie. You're right. It absolutely Being doesn't a, mean they're not it, there. He would have. It would have been better. If he said tortured soul. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That would have made some sense. Because I'm trying to figure. Unless, uh, well, see, I can't get into what I think unless I'm spoiling the Batman and it's not out long enough for me to do that. He's so, addicted to mascara. Uh, could very well be. He's certainly addicted to being moody. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Yes. The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3. The X rocks. Headed back to Florida for today's we're going to hell story. Big J. Oh man. And a woman there finds herself in hot water because she got into a beef with her neighbor, Big J. You know the deal. Yeah, it's not a good not a good thing. Police say 40-year-old Renee Bulldock of the King of the Road Mobile Home Park in St. Petersburg. Oh man! <laughs> King of the Road was inside of her home when she saw her neighbor, Nicole Hosmer, walk by her house. Now She wasn't walking on her property. Uh, According to the police report and even to the actual person in trouble herself, she did not pose a threat, but Renee decided she did not want Nicole walking on her street in her mobile home park. You understand? Get out of my park. This park is mine. So she grabbed a weapon, in this case, a water pistol, and she walked outside, and she just started squirting her neighbor in the face with the water pistol repeatedly. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Thing. What good is that if it's not filled with gasoline? Jesus, man. That's too expensive these days. Police were called to the scene, and then they had to place the 40-year-old Renee under arrest for misdemeanor battery, Big J. You can't just do that. She was released on a $500 bond, according to the police. Nicole, the person that got sprayed in her face, was not injured in the water gun attack, but still could not understand why her neighbor was squirting her in the face and would not stop uh, until police showed up. It was nice that the police had to report that the victim wasn't hurt, though. That's always good. But unfortunately, that's all I got because there has to be more to the story. I mean, if all the neighbor was doing was walking on the street, that seems like a fairly aggressive thing. Something else had to happen. But a weird choice to, like, see somebody walking down the street and go, enough all that. I got to get my water gun and just repeatedly squirt them in the face until they stop doing that. But, again, it is Florida, so uh, common sense right out the window. But you've been a longtime advocate of water gun control, Big J, so this probably shouldn't surprise you. No, I'm I'm the exact opposite of that. I think we need more. Last time you had played with a water gun, Big J, go. Uh, probably a couple months ago. We, a couple we, months ago? Yeah, well, we have water bottles, uh, sprayers around the house for the cats. You know that's not a water gun, right? No, but w- for at the beginning, though, we did use some cheap water gun. Oh, like the kind you buy at the dollar yeah. store? <laughs> yeah, it's not like we're super soaking them. <laughs> I suppose. But if you want to get down to it, it's still got a, you know, it's got a trigger. 
It's true. Yeah, and uh, it is perfect for cat discipline. Did it work? Yeah, it works. They you? get the hell out of the way when they get squirted with the water. Morning after with Nick, much like neighbors, I guess. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> and it's some Pearl Jam alive. That's we are, Big J. That is. Um, 100.3 The X Rocks, it is the morning after with Nick and Big J, and I want to preface this with, I don't have an actual date as to when it's going to happen, I don't think anybody does, at least just not yet, but I think that it's been brought up as like an April Fool's joke so many times that people don't think it's real, but it just got a much, much closer to reality yesterday, I'm talking about In-N-Out Burger coming to the Treasure Valley. Uh, the city of Meridian confirmed yesterday that they have officially filed the permits to build a brand new In-N-Out Burger, and it is happening at Fairview and uh, Eagle Road at the Village. Uh, that is according to the Boise Dev, who have been following that story since it actually came out, so credit to them for chasing it down. But now it's closer than ever, and the permits are in, and everything just has to be approved, and then they can start building, and you're going to have yourself an In-N-Out Burger here in the Treasure Valley, Big J, so get ready. Yeah! And, uh, you know, I, I want to make sure that, that you know, we know it's just a restaurant and it's just fast food, but I don't think any of you are prepared for how crazy this In-N-Out Burger is going to be. Because I'm old enough to remember, uh, I lived in Phoenix when the first In-N-Out Burger came to Arizona in the year 2000. And I, I happened to be working for a morning show there that, you know, the whole bit was broadcast live from the oh, first day and see how long it took. And no lie... From the and I was one of the first people there. Fourteen hours is how long people were waiting for the first burgers. At I mean, the line went for miles, and it's gonna go for miles when it opens up here in the Treasure Valley, whatever that first day is. I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, but on a regular basis, I don't think I've been to an In and Out. I've been to them. Uh, let's see, uh, California, obviously, Las Vegas, Reno, uh, and in Utah. And all of them, there's always a line. Always, always. Always a line. And in all those locations you just mentioned, there's usually more than one. And here there will be a singular In-N-Out Burger. And so, therefore, the line will constantly be bananas. And now, uh, credit to In-N-Out, they they do live up to their name for the most part. The drive-thru is pretty fast because there's not a whole lot on the menu. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of stuff. But usually everybody's doing some sort of special orders. But, you know, and, and back in 2000 when it opened in Arizona, I had never had one. And so that was part of the bit, too, was me having my first In-N-Out burger. And I, I think of it as still the same today as I did that very first day, which is the burgers are absolutely delicious. Take their fries and throw them in the garbage can. But uh, I Man. will be happy for uh, In-N-Out burger when it comes to town. And I know there's a lot of people that will be here as well, but it is closer than ever to reality. I, I didn't get the hype myself, Nick, until I tried it. I was like, damn, this is really good. And then I think the last time I had In-N-Out was, um, I don't know, I want to say it was a year ago. I went to uh, to Utah uh, for something, and I went to a drive through And before I got to the drive through or the window, uh, the, you go pay pay at it hit me like a ton of bricks the smell of freshness that was coming out of there it just smells 
different and delicious. And I can't tell you, I mean, I go to fast food places all the time, not as much as I used to, but uh, you just don't get that kind of thing. And so, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that want to argue about it, but I, I can't, uh, I cannot love some that, In-N-Out. There's absolutely nothing wrong with, with In-N-Out burgers and the, the In-N-Out place. Now, y- y- there's going to be a lot of people that believe because all that they've been hearing is the hype that it's not going to live up to the hype. But I think there's a lot, I think there's certainly more people that enjoy In-N-Out that don't. Now, the question will become, is it going to be worth waiting in line all that time here in Boise for the In-N-Out burger? And I guess that depends how you feel about them. But, yeah, I'll do it. You know, the, the other the other reality of it is it's going to be a line for a while. And so that's something that you're going to have to get acquainted with. The only thing I think that we can kind of compare it to is when Chick-fil-A first came to the Treasure Valley. And we were there for the grand opening there, too. And I think people were waiting in line for like an hour, hour and 20 minutes. And oh, by the way, ain't nobody doing drive throughs better than Chick-fil-A. I mean, they've got the system figured out. And still, it was that many people were coming through is what yeah. it really boils down to. doesn't matter how good your system is. If it's packed, it's packed. But I'm just saying it's going to be bananas when it happens. But it's not an April Fool's joke. It's not something that we're just kicking around. It actually is happening. And permits were filed yesterday to make it happen. So if I had to guess, I'd still say we're about a calendar year away. Maybe no, it less? said six months. You think so? so? That said, after the permits are right. Well, they're not done. They just yeah. Been when, filed. when they're done uh, and, and and approved, then uh, about six months out. Yeah, because they still have to. They're going to build it from the ground up. Apparently, they're not going to use an existing space. So they have to do all the building and the construction and stuff like that. But it's happening, and it's going to be Fairview and Eagle at the Village. That's the reality of it. But Christmas, Christmas. You want to? You want to wait? You, that's what you want for Christmas? Yeah. Isn't it All right. See if we get. They can't make it happen for you. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your in and out update. After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, it turns out that dudes who have dark personality traits are way more likely to cheat on their partners. Now, dark? Yeah, you know, like uh, Bruce Wayne and the Batman. No, it's more like uh, people that are really into dark stuff, like you know, uh, narcissism myself over everybody else kind of stuff and then uh, those that may be into some darker things in the bedroom sadism bdsm that kind of stuff i gotcha they're way more likely to cheat multiple times on their partners as a matter of fact now in psychology if you want to define narcissism that's pride egotism lack of empathy for others and then you mix that into you know maybe wanting to test the boundaries of pleasure and pain big j and you got yourself quite the combination there my friend And according to researchers, people that have these personality traits can establish short-term relationships more easy because, well, they've got low expectations about other people in their lives. Like, hey, listen, I'm better than this person already, so I don't need to talk to him that much. And oh, by the way, uh, I want to have the crap beat out of me in the bedroom. Previous research has shown those that have those traits tend to be uh, unsympathetic, a little bit more manipulative as well. And so, therefore, they're less likely to be in what they call a committed relationship. And so you may want to stray or at least maybe that's another red flag or two that pop up in your head. You go, hey, man, this probably is not the best relationship for me. They have no interest in me and they're not going to be with me for a while. So think about it, won't you? And I don't want to jump to conclusions. Certainly not all people that are into kinkier stuff in the bedroom have this particular trait, but it is right. maybe something that at least notes warranting. Indiana and Texas Southern are moving on to the actual tournament after winning the first of the two play-in games yesterday in the men's NCAA tournament. 
Indiana defeated Wyoming 66-58. Texas Southern down Texas A&M Corpus Christi 76-67. The second two first four games are tonight, while the first two first four games for the women's bracket get underway tonight. Andrew Whitworth is retiring from the National Football League. The Rams left tackle finished off his 16-year career winning the Super Bowl last month. And the 40-year-old has decided he does not want to return. He spent a bunch of years with Cincinnati, 11 to be specific, the last five with the Rams. Four-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, and was considered one of the best offensive linemen in the game last year. Still pretty good at 40. So enjoy retirement, Mr. Whitworth. You certainly uh, earned it. Brian Cox is on Succession, Big J. Uh, he has been an actor for a very long time. I'm sure you've seen him in a bunch of different things. And he, in the last year, has released a memoir called Pulling the Rabbit in the Hat. And basically, uh, Brian Cox used that opportunity to uh, express every opinion he had on every actor in the world. He didn't care who he was bad-mouthing, basically, is what it boiled down to. Where a, a lot of people do, you know? Um, people have relationships, people care, but Brian Cox says he's reached a point in his career where he's like, listen, I'm just going to give you my opinion, and I don't care if I get a job because of my book. But uh, one thing he does regret, Brig J, is talking some bleep about Johnny Depp in his book. He had mentioned that he had worked with Johnny on a couple of movies and thought that he's fairly overblown as an actor and overrated as a human being. He's not very personable, and he's difficult to work with. Yeah, ouch. And uh, he was on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and he talked about how he felt a bit harsh after he went back and reread what he said about Johnny Depp. He's like, you know, in a lot of the stuff in my book, I, I don't pull punches, but it's because of issues I've had with people in the past. And he's like, I never really had any issues with Johnny Depp. I'm not sure why I went after him. Maybe I was having a bad day or something. But he only, quote, sort of regretted it, by the way. <laughs> he didn't all the way regretted it. He just sort of regretted it. Uh, and oh, by the way, if you want to see Brian Cox act out a scene from Euphoria, you can watch Jimmy Kimmel Live. That happened as well, where he's in a very tight shirt talking <laughs> to a bathroom mirror. Uh, and I guess he's having fun with it. But Hot. if you want to read the book, you can. If you like that uh, dish and dirt in Hollywood kind of stuff, that Brian Cox book is not messing around, I'll tell you what. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we have tickets Friday night to the Knitting Factory. You have Dragon Force coming into town, and they'll put on a hell of a show. Uh, we'll get you these tickets. You just have to beat me at Pop Culture Smackdown. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. I would advise you to give it a call now if you'd like to play Pop Culture Smackdown for these Dragon Force tickets. You are going to have to defeat Big J in the process in order to claim them. But, uh, listen, I was going to hurt your feelings, but I'm not going to do that. Hello, the X. My feelings? Yeah. How you guys Good doing luck. today? You say it's been easy these last couple of days. Hey, man, what's up? What's your name? Mike. All right, Mike, you're up first. Mike, Billy Crystal is a world-famous comedian and actor, but he also directed a very popular baseball movie that had a number in the title. What was it called? 961 or 714? 61. That is correct. Right. In honor of Roger Maris's historical single-season home run record. Big J, now that we've established Billy Crystal's a baseball fan, what baseball team is Billy Crystal a part owner of? Oh, man. Part owner of? Minority owner, of course, but an owner nonetheless. <sighs> I mean, I know he is a huge Cubs fan. 
Boy, you are wrong. I'm wrong? You are thinking of his character and running scared and not the yeah, man himself. Yeah, I thought he was, uh, I'm going to go with the Chicago White Sox. Uh, no. Wrong! No. I think, maybe I'm wrong, but I think he's a Dodgers fan, which makes the I team hope you know. owner that he is a bit weird because he is a part owner of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Right! Wow, wow. is the wow. team that he is a minority owner in. But I think I've seen him at Dodger games. I don't know why he stands out as a Dodger fan to me, but maybe you're right. Maybe he is a Cubs fan. But uh, it doesn't matter. He's certainly, I don't see him in Arizona Diamondbacks gear a whole lot. I'll put it that way. Yeah, what a weird choice. Uh, Congratulations, man. You got some Dragon Force tickets coming your way. Please hold on one second. We'll make sure you're all good to go there. And that's your Pop Culture Smackdown. we got to run headlines. They're happening next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. Headlines brought to you by Half Price Friday, Baby Friday, 9 o'clock in the morning, xrock.com. We're going to give you another Half Price Friday this time around. You can get $50 to the Weezer Classic Candy for just 25 bucks. They offer handmade fudge. You ever had handmade fudge, Big J? Uh, yes. You ever tried some of my handmade fudge? No. You ever see the movie The Help? No. Handmade chocolates, small batch candy, and chocolates, including Easter specialties, available there as well. Ice cream, full-service deli, too, and all of it Idaho source. So check it out for yourself. And you can even use the gift certificates online, too, so you don't have to go all the way out to Weezer if you don't want to. $50 to Weezer Classic Candy for just $25. <laughs> Half-price Friday this Friday at 9 o'clock. Headlines are as follows. We freaking knew it. Oh, no. And pooch protection. We friggin' knew it. Man, this is kind of like a follow-up, but not too long ago, we told you how uh, New Zealand was getting all aggressive and coming for Idaho because they had landed the Guinness World Record for world's largest potato, you remember? Yeah. Well, guess what? They ain't getting that title, baby. Because a DNA sample from the potato came back recently and found out that ain't even a potato at all, dude. It's some sort of gourd. It's like a pumpkin or something. Colin and Donna Craig Brown, who dug up the gourd last August, said they were shocked and confused. They didn't. They thought it was a potato, man. And they said that the potato seedlings they purchased must have been crossbred with a gourd and a cucumber to create the gigantic monstrosity. The couple also thinks the gourd is self-sown and could be growing for a couple of years or more. Colin said of the debacle, quote, if it quacks like a duck, swims like a duck, and has feathers on it, it must be a duck. But nah, this one turned out to be a turkey. Listen, you're liars and thieves, and you're trying to steal our potato uh, titles from us, and we're not giving up without a fight. Yeah, no. No. Also, did you know there's DNA tests for potatoes? No, I didn't. What kind of DNA does potatoes have? Can a potato have a son? Am I the son of a potato? Well, you can be father potato head. Oh, no, or pooch protection? Oh, no! The family of a fighter pilot who witnessed a UFO says that recently they have seen, quote, a wolf-like creature that walks on its hind legs stalking their home. The unnamed pilot was on board the USS Nimblets when he or she spotted the infamous object shaped like a 40-foot tic-tac. Now the pilot reports after they returned home, they spotted a strange wolf-like creature staring into windows of their house on at least two occasions. The family of the pilot says the creature stared into their Virginia home on two separate nights and is freaking them out. And he believes or she believes that that is one of the alien creatures that was on the UFO that they spotted when they were on the U.S. ship. Damn, man, that's creepy. So I can deal with aliens. I can even deal with werewolves. I don't know if I can handle alien werewolves, though. (laughs) That might be... (laughs) That's another 
wrinkle we hadn't even considered. What if our mythology is just aliens from other planets, man? Draculas, werewolves, I mean the whole lot. Keep all the universal monsters? Yeah, uh, mummies. Tom Cruise? No, 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 not, come on, you ruined a good bit. No, I, I truly do believe Tom Cruise is an alien. We'll wrap it up with pooch protection. Dogs are apparently entitled to privacy now. Internet users have pointed out that Google Maps have been blurring out the faces of dogs to, quote, protect their privacy. A Google statement reads, when we create street view content from 360 video recordings submitted by users, we apply our algorithms automatically so it blurs all faces and license plates, including that of dogs. So there's a bunch of funny pictures out there of dogs with blurred faces now. Listen, let's not start considering them that when they have no problems with just popping down a squat wherever. But also, I mean, dogs recognize each other from their butts and their smells, right? So shouldn't they be blurring out the other end as well? If they really want to protect them? Especially that end. (laughs) From being identified? I mean, that's how they really see each other. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the stuff. Zombified. That is falling in reverse. That is Zombified here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, it turns out apparently all of our bitching and moaning actually made an impact, huh? Maybe, and it's crazy to think at this point in time in our recent history, especially in the uh, political landscape, that uh, there would something be unanimously voted on in the Senate in particular. Uh, but that happened yesterday as they voted to, to approve legislation to make daylight savings time permanent across the United States. You're thoughts uh yeah this is great i don't give in it's so funny after this news broke i started seeing uh the gremlins like the the idiots out there that want to be uh anti starting to say i like daylight savings time the way it is no you idiot you don't uh and so the the big the big issue for some people is what are you gonna pick you know fall back or spring forward just leave it alone well, I mean, the, the, so, the, the reality of it is there is a very big difference between the two. And the question yes. is, but if you're going to make daylight savings time permanent, which is what the bill is, that's the current time we're on. Once yeah. we fall once we uh, fall backward, that becomes what's called standard time. But even the bill, like we can't even get this right. So if it gets passed, they're saying that it's going to happen in November of 2023, right? That is yeah. the earliest it can happen because they need people to prepare for it. So we're going to at least have to change the clocks at least three more times. And if we're going to go on daylight savings time, that means we're going to have to change our clocks again in that November to match up with daylight savings time. So after like a month of... So still, it's a bit convoluted how we're getting to this point. And we're still a ways away. So you're going to have to deal with at least, at the very least, three, possibly four more clock changes. Yeah, why you got to ruin good news? I'm just telling you what's happening. So, uh, you know, and they, they actually changed this back in the 70s. And then they went back. Because I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with those people. Or wrong with my parents' era, you idiots. <laughs> Uh, but uh, they decided to go back, and so it's uh, been something's been up for vote before. But I don't think it's had this much attention, uh, at least in the Senate. So we'll see uh, if uh, Congress can uh, follow uh, that and uh, try to get this done. 
Do you have a preference? Now, obviously, with daylight savings time, the sun rises later, and so you get more daylight later into the evening. Uh, the uh, people that want it to be standard time uh, argue that, listen, our kids are going to school early in the morning. Early sunrise means yeah, better traffic for them. They're nobody's getting you know injured on their way to school or leading in accidents that much in the morning, and it means an earlier uh, sunset. Do you have a preference? Do you care? No, I don't. But in, in let's put it the way you explain it and how long it's going to take to get there? Yes. Why don't we change it up and meet halfway in the middle? Uh, explain how that would happen. Well, instead of changing the clocks an hour, how about just a half hour and then that's the way it is right there. No, that's pure why chaos. Can't, why you can't do that? Why not? Because you can't change something a half an hour, man. Well, I mean, it's you know, 30 minutes. That's That that like throws off like all sorts of rotations and bleep. I mean, you're talking crazy talk now. Don't don't make it worse. Halfway than it, okay? So we get a half light on both sides. <laughs> I don't think that's even a possibility. But I do like your meat in the middle. But Lord knows, uh, there's no thing called compromise anymore, Big J. It's all or nothing, I, baby. I personally, I don't care. Uh, which one it is. Whichever one uh, the science says would be healthier for us. Uh, I just want us to pick one and go with it. Uh, I, I have no preference either. Um, I, I just want us to, to not have to do it anymore. I mean, it seems to me that, that standard time would make the most sense because it's called standard for a reason. And so that would make the most sense to me to go to it. Yeah. But I don't care as long as we pick one. And I'd much rather us do it sooner rather than later. So just get it done so we don't have to worry about changing our clocks. Can anymore. we tell the bosses here and say, hey, you know what? We're not going to recognize this any longer. This is what we're doing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they'd look at us crazily and not understand what we're talking about. But yes, I'd be, I'm sure we could if we wanted to make a stand. How would that help our case or their case or anything? I don't know. Yeah. Just protects ourselves. Think of ourselves for once. Oh, you want to get the? You want to go selfish on them? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure it would help us. That would just mean that we'd be showing up to work an hour early in some particular cases, which only harms ourselves really half the year. So think about that too. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we have some bad impressions. Those are next on the X Rocks. The X and bad impressions brought to you by, uh, brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. We have got tickets to. Uh, Dragon Force, Jeez. which is happening Friday, Friday out at the Knitting Factory. Uh, you just got to figure out bad impressions and uh, you'll get these tickets. What? I'm sorry, man. <laughs> the look of panic in your face is real. 208. In the middle of a nap. 287. A mental nap. 1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues pointing to somebody famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and you're going to a concert on Friday. Let's head to the phones. Hello, The X. Hi, how's it going? We're good, man. What's your name? Chris. All right, Chris, you're up first. Good luck. I went into the ring of Madman. Complete lunatic. No clue. I'm kind of still a lunatic, but I have my own cartoon. It's a mystery theory. The Riddler? Hi, <laughs> Hi I'm Iron Mike. I'm Iron Mike, not the Riddler. Oh, Mike Tyson. There you no. go. Mike, you got Mike there. Tyson. Uh, and congratulations. You're going to Dragon Force. Please hold on. Why is Mike Tyson in the news? I about lost it yesterday when I saw this, man. This is uh, hilarious. And Evander Holyfield should be pissed. Uh, Mike Tyson, you know, has his own uh, cannabis strain out there. And uh, his cannabis company is now selling 
ear-shaped edibles. Oh, that's messed up. I know, right? <laughs> like one of the worst things he's known for, and he's uh, making money off of it. But it's also hilarious. Yeah, and they have like an ear, but it's got a bite out of it already. No, yes. you're kidding. I am not kidding you. You're right. Evander Holyfield should be pissed. Like he deserves a percentage of that profits. <laughs> Like, here, look at the picture. I mean, honest to God, uh, literally, what are we doing? I mean, I'm all for Mike Tyson making money however he can make money, but that seems like really leaning into it, and uh, it's not it's not great. Um, but can you buy some in Ontario, Big J? I have no idea. Son of a gun. A nice lie. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Right. We wrap up the right, show guy. here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Blackfell Brides, Crimson Tide. That show is sold out. It is uh, set to go on the 28th at the Rev Center. You're going to listen to the X to win your tickets. As a matter of fact, beginning tomorrow morning, we'll give you away some tickets to that sold out show with Motionless and White Blackfell Brides and Ice Nine Kills. So you probably want to tune in for that. It's going to do it for us. Uh, Big J did not approve the French Dispatch, the Wes Anderson movie on HBO. Said it wasn't exciting enough for him. And maybe over your head a little bit? Is that what I'm breaking down? No. I mean, well, yeah, probably. I mean, at the time, I was very sleepy. When did you watch it? I mean, I was awake. I promise. Uh, About, you know, one (laughs) o'clock. In the Uh, afternoon. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But, I mean, really, you're living in a state of perpetual sleepiness right now, aren't you? Yeah. So it didn't matter when you watched it. It was going to be a sleepy time watch. But we also had a chance to talk a little bit about In-N-Out Burger coming to the Treasure Valley and Daylight Savings Time staying permanent. So it was a very decent Wednesday show. Thanks for hanging out with us. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. I hate to see this. Wyoming's got it figured out, man. They've got a special app that helps people collect roadkill for food. Uh, That's figuring it out? Yeah, it helps people claim roadkill and verify that it wasn't killed illegally. Oh, okay. Uh, very interesting. Is that a thing that happens a lot? Yeah. People collect illegal kills and make food out of it? Apparently. Especially in the rural areas. So, uh, what you're saying is roadkill is open season? Anybody can have it? <laughs> yeah. And if you can hit that thing, uh, in your car, had, I, I didn't, it wasn't a narrow thing yesterday, but I did see, um, uh, some wildlife running across the road on my way to work. What kind? A deer? Okay. Well, you said wildlife. It made me think it could be a raccoon for all I know. But uh, you thank goodness you didn't hit it because yeah. uh, deer versus cars are never good. Yeah. But uh, I don't think I'd be any interested in, in roadkill cuisine. Oh, you? Yeah, no, me either. Okay. Just making sure. But I know there's a lot of you grossies out there. But you'd have to go to Wyoming to get that kind of gross. Yeah. Uh, here in Idaho, it's all, it's just fair game. Whatever you can pick up, you can have, and you just hope it's not illegally killed. And it's not poisoned. How about we thank Beacon Pummeling? They're going to bring you your next set of X-Rock for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, Heating, and Mechanicals, your trusted plumbing source. It's online at beaconplumbing.com. It's going to do it for us. Jason Drew's coming in here next. We will see you tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X-Rock. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.